Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody, what is up? This is Dan, host of the That Dan Band Show podcast here on Flow Marching. I am super excited to be back with you for today's episode. We are deep into the DCI competitive season. It's definitely one of the most exciting times of the year when it comes to competitive marching arts. While I am definitely experiencing some FOMO from having uh, taught DCI from 2013 through 2022, obviously with a little break there in the 2020 year. It's also been definitely good to kind of step back and get to watch my friends on the road teaching and my students marching and be able to just have a little bit of a different perspective um, other than like being in the grind every day, just going hard and not being able to kind of see the forest for the trees. So having a very different experience this year, not teaching, but nonetheless, um, it's been great. And this year for DCI, it feels like maybe a special year across a lot of the captions and a lot of the groups. Um, so today I want to specifically talk about the recap from the DCI Southeastern Championship, or for those of us in the know, it's the Atlanta Regional. Uh, we don't need to call it anything fancy. And I want to talk about how some of this shook out with the recaps and the scores. Uh, looking ahead to this weekend, uh, going into Atlanta, and then two weeks from now, we are at DCI final. So we are definitely rounding third base, going home, and we're seeing some trends that we can likely expect to see at finals. So let's go ahead and take a little peek at this recap. So let's have a look. What am I going to do? I want to work backwards a little bit from uh, from the bottom here and, and then kind of go upwards. So in 13th place in Atlanta was Music City Drum Corps. Music City uh, joined the ranks of world class in the last couple of years. They've been getting stronger and stronger every single year. Um, they brought on some great designers, Shane Gwaltney as a program coordinator. They just brought on Joe Hobbs and Tom Rarick as their percussion arrangers. But they're definitely getting a, a strong group of designers that are putting the care in and that are really attending to the drum corps as you need to at this top, top level. So in 13th place, we had Music City with a 79.250. So what are some things that we should be looking for when we look across this recap. Well, for Music City, they were particularly strong in their visual proficiency caption, where they got 10th, and visual analysis, where they got 10th. So placing uh, quite a few placements higher than that, that total score 
we have some of these visual captions and sub captions within that as well it seems like the guard is particularly strong with a ninth place finish in their achievement sub caption but unfortunately with 13th place in that content caption they're ending up averaging 12th in color guard but you're seeing that story unfold that there is a a visual strength to what the drum corps is bringing to the table and it's definitely cool to see music city going from being a strong open class group to now fighting it out with groups like madison scouts who are historical uh, world-class groups way before it even called world-class when it was called division one so uh music city definitely shout out congrats to you all for for finishing strong um at this regional um and, and with a a score that is definitely nothing to scoff at so let's keep it moving here in 12th place we have the madison scouts with a 79.800 that's in 12th place so the core is placing 12th and when you look across this recap here you're seeing a somewhat consistent story with, with the numbers here. A couple slightly lower GE caption there, and then uh, visual analysis a little bit lower. I think the story here for today in Atlanta was this 10th place percussion finish. So they beat groups two places higher than that total rank. So it, we're seeing that Mass and Scouts are coming out with a strong percussion uh, section. Um, and there's a lot of great people teaching there with a Rhythm X background, talking about Ryan Ellis as their battery ranger. Of course, I'm always going to talk about the percussion guys because I'm a percussion person, but they've been building a, a core of people there, Matt Hahn, Jason Robb. There's just a lot of people that have stuck it out with Mass and Scouts kind of through some hard times and, and they're continuing to build through it. And what we're seeing here is Scouts percussion. We're definitely seeing a different story be told for them. Let's keep it moving as we go. 11th place. We have Spirit of Atlanta with a 79.85. So what I identified here is when you look at these bottom three, 13, 12, and 11, it is very, very tight within a point. So what I'm seeing is there's 0 0.05 between Scouts and Spirit of Atlanta and between these three, less than a point. So what, what this kind of means is you could absolutely expect to see these numbers flip around. These aren't all the world-class cores. So obviously when we get into uh, Lucas Oil, adding the rest of the groups will change the contest dynamic. So we should expect to see the exact same rank here, nor, you know, really in the rest. But once we do hit around that eighth place, you're seeing essentially all the drum cores that are going to be competing. So the story does change once you hit around the troopers on this, uh, on this recap. But when we're talking about these lower ones uh, around the 13th, 12th, and 11th, really, really tight. But you can see the spread open up between Spirit and then Pacific Crest. So let's take a look at Pacific Crest here in 10th place. So what are we seeing here with Pack Crest? They have an 81.475. Their highest subcaptions were GE1, Visual Analysis, Color Guard, and Music Analysis, all in 9th place so there are quite a few captions that we're looking at when we come to pack crest that are outscoring that total number well what's going on here when we do look at ge these 10th place 11th and 10th that's definitely going to drag the score to where it kind of is drag sounds negative but you understand what i'm saying it's weighing it down a little bit lower visual proficiency in 11th place 12th in brass and then they were actually ranked last place in percussion in Atlanta. So that's where you kind of end up with that 10th place score, even though there were a bunch of ninth place captions and sub captions. 
they're ending up in 10th place. Above Pacific Crest, getting ninth place, we have the Blue Knights. Blue Knights Drum and Bugle Corps with an 82.400. So what's going on with Blue Knights? Let's take a look. Their highest placing score was Color Guard in eighth place, which is really cool to see for them. And then they have a smattering of kind of ninth place captions across, um, which really kind of tells a story how they end in ninth. Look, you look across quite a bit of nines. We're looking at the percussion caption in ninth. The, actually, the, re the remainder of the music uh, captions are in 10th, but it seems like the percussion score is strong enough that it helped them end ninth in percussion, or rather in music, excuse me. And then again, a lot of variation in these subcaptions, right? We have ninth place in visual proficiency, 11th place in analysis, eighth place in color guard. So we're seeing a good, healthy variety between the captions. And, th and then when we jump over to, to effect, it kind of tells a story of why the Blue Knights are ending up in ninth place. We got nine, 10, 10, nine, nine, and GE. And these GE scores are weighted heavily, and they really, really can dictate how a core ends up, which is interesting because a core that might have some, some dirt or some things going on, if they're super effective or if they have really strong effects built into the program, a slightly dirtier core may beat a slightly cleaner core just based on the GE captions. And I think that's going to become important as we get towards the top of this recap here. So let's keep it moving here. I'm at eighth place. We have the Troopers Drum and Bugle Corps. One of the most interesting stories going on the last couple of years, and definitely this year, the interest has peaked even more for this drum corps. They finished in eighth with an 85.725, an absolute trouncing of the Blue Knights. I mean, that's basically hard to compare with three points between the two cores. So let's take a look on what's going on with Troopers. The story here for me is the sixth place finish right here in percussion. Wowzers. So Troopers bested not only Phantom Regiment, but perhaps a story of the night, Carolina Crown in percussion. So I made a very early season prediction when Vanguard decided to take the year off that Paul Rennick and Sandy Rennick were going to be able to contribute more time and attention to the Troopers. And I think the numbers we're seeing here, a sixth place finish amongst all of the big groups is likely a testament to not only that, but the consistency of the percussion staff there, all lineaged within the kind of the Rennick troop. Lauren Teal, the percussion caption head, has been there for a very long time. And that consistency of that staff, their ability to understand what their approach is, it's going to lead them to this type of strength. And they're, they're playing and executing at a very, very high level. So, wow, good for you, Troopers. That's super dope. And I think a couple of people out there owe me a drink who told me the Troopers would not be placing this high in percussion. Other than that, the Troopers ended seventh place in brass, beating the Cavaliers. That's definitely got to feel good for them. And then their lowest caption, unfortunately, here in the color guard caption. So, again, healthy variety, not so much in their effect captions, which were eighth across the board, but you start to look through some of their technical captions and you can see vis proficiency analysis, pretty solid with eighth guard lower, and then music solidly in eighth place, ending the troopers in eighth place on Saturday night in Atlanta. Let's keep it moving. When we talk about, uh, interest and we talk about story of the season we jump into the Cavaliers who ended up seventh place with an 88.1 so what's going on with Cavaliers well we all know this first place in percussion in San Antonio first place in Atlanta people have to be sweating I mean there are one two three four five six groups going on after the Cavaliers losing to them in percussion. So Cavaliers are bringing something. They're tapping into an OG identity. They're pulling 
quotes and ideas and just that look from their past. And I think people are responding to that positively. And we can't disregard because a lot of people are talking that shit online about the Cavaliers drum line. First of all, density of notes does not equal difficulty or complexity. Rhythmic complexity has difficulty within itself. So one, you got to respect what the Cavaliers drumline is doing from that standpoint and their front ensemble exists. Everyone, the percussion score is not dictated by the parking lot and standing still. It's dictated by the percussion package on the field, on the move, wake up people. So Cavaliers are doing the damn thing in percussion. Shout out to the boys in green. You can't hate on them. Can't hate on them as an alumni. It's really, really cool to see. Uh, and then their next closest captions to percussion were uh, GE2, which was sixth place, and sixth in music. So Cavaliers, they're still working out their design. They're still working out the execution. But something in the percussion caption is locking. They, they're bringing a team in that's working together in the winter with RhythmX. Um, and there's gel happening. So lot to figure out with the rest of the drum corps, lot to figure out with the design, but certainly a lot of positive things happening with this percussion section. Very, very cool to see and definitely speaks to the uh, non-rigged nature of DCI judging that you could see these type of subcaptions and then the first place subcaptions with percussion. Let's keep it moving here, going into sixth place with the cadets drum and bugle corps. A lot of consistency in the subcaptions when you look across the cadets, yeah. We've got fifth place in percussion. They've been scoring very strong in percussion. They're having a great year bringing Lee Bettison and the team underneath him. They also have fifth in brass, visual analysis, and visual proficiency. So some of cadets' strengths are starting to bubble back in the surface, right? Nuts and bolts marching, drill strength, color guard coming in sixth place, nothing to scoff at either as well as sixth place in GE. Now, seventh place in MA, that's got to hurt. And it's, it's an interesting thing to see fifth in percussion, fifth in brass, and seventh in music analysis. So I'm I'm wondering what's going on there. Maybe there is a, a lack of ensemble cohesion that's, that's causing some rubbing. Maybe there's some environmental challenges, some demands that come with the velocity or the geography of the drill. But we're definitely seeing that the cadets are, are coming back up and we should not sleep on, on what they're doing because when you look at the difference between the cadets and then Phantom Regiment, one place ahead them ahead of them rather in fifth with an 89.275, there is 0.35 between these groups. So the cadets and Phantom are ready to flip. Uh, the cadets have a better musical run their GE hits harder because their music is clicking and you're going to see Phantom and the cadets flip those scores. So um, definitely do not sleep on the cadets right now. I do think they're on an upward trajectory and even looking at that 0.35 spread from Atlanta, you know, the cadets in Allentown, that's their show. So I'm wondering if they get out there and they pop one, they're going to flip into fifth place. And now they're, they're, they're looking at the next uh, couple groups in front of them. So Let's look at Phantom. It's been really interesting with them. They've been scoring very strong in their GE captions. Uh, let's let's look over here. We got fifth, 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 consistently just fifth across the board in GE. Like I said, fifth place for Phantom Regiment. Very, very solid for them. They got sixth place in their nuts and bolts visual proficiency. They got uh, sixth in analysis. Fifth in guard, good for them. That's always been one of Phantom's strengths historically is guard. Seems like they're crawling back out of a, of a regime change, not scoring badly, fifth place whatsoever. And then we've got sixth in brass, fifth in MA, 
pretty strong. Seventh, unfortunately, their lowest caption in percussion. So uh, again, bringing in a new design team, they're finding their footing, recruiting new members, having to go through an identity change. That can be tough. But again, seventh place, beating Carolina Crown in percussion. It's definitely a triumph for Phantom. I am sure that they are feeling good. And, you know, all the kudos to my good friends designing for Phantom's percussion caption. Y'all are doing your thing. So let's keep it moving here. This is a really interesting part of the story from uh, Atlanta. So Blue Coats ended in fourth on the right side of this sheet, but we see that they had a four-tenth penalty. I, I don't know why I was not digging that up. Maybe I didn't go deep enough into the Reddit threads, but if you look at the raw score, Blue Coats actually ended in third place above the Boston Crusaders. So they would have actually beat them. And in fact, with that raw score of a 92.375, they're only 0 0.025 from Crown's raw score of 92.4. So we're looking at a really tight race between fourth, third, and second right now. And it's it's my argument right now. You could see Blue, Boston, and Crown flip any of those three spots. It feels like that's what's going on right now. And there's quite a distance between that fourth and fifth spot. So I think that we're seeing two, three, four pretty locked in. But I think the order of those could absolutely shift. So when we look across Blue Coats, Captions, let's just take a look at how they are doing. Pretty solidly fourth in GE, minus this one judge here. Uh, a little bit of surprise. I know they were going through a sickness, so they're probably uh, kind of regaining the momentum. And I know they're making a lot of changes to the show, the, those final touches. Third in visual proficiency, second in analysis, and second in color guard, uh, winning achievement. So that's definitely strong for them. Visual has been a strength since they brought on John Vanderkoff. And, and Jim Moore and their staging is top notch and their integration of the elements is top notch. And that's reflected here in these visual scores. And let's look across their music, third place in brass. Absolutely. Again, a very strong finish for them. Fourth in music analysis and fourth in percussion. Now this is a surprising one for me having blue coats come out of the Fred Sanford year last year, fourth right now. I'm sure there's explanation here um, regarding perhaps turnover. And one of these things that happens is when you do win a caption is that it creates a little bit of a nervousness in people to come audition and not knowing if they can make it or not, because it's, it's very hard to make a group that has just won. But sometimes that means that the turnout is not always as good. So I'm wondering if there's something going on there, but fourth is a very, very solid place to finish. And for Blue Coats with that third and that uh, achievement side, they have room to go up and I have faith that we could see the blue coats percussion wiggle around a little bit. So let's move up here to Boston who to reiterate ended in third, but from a raw score perspective ended up in fourth. Okay. So we look across GE in similar to blue coats third across the board, a little bit of variation, but they are solidly third in GE, which for them is probably making them feel good about where they could potentially end in that you know second third or fourth rank uh when we look at, at some of other boston's captions we're seeing pretty solid fourth visual proficiency and analysis third and guard that's that's new for them they've won a lot of zingales in the last couple of years uh since bringing michael townsend and bringing in that crown guard team way back when in 2017 and and perhaps um they're going through a little bit of a change with their membership but again they're, they should be very happy about being top three in guard i'm sure they're probably feeling a little bit upset about third but i think that's pretty good for for anyone really fourth and brass 
um, third in music analysis and second in percussion. So definitely riding that fourth through second wave uh, in terms of their music. They ended second place in music just through how everything averages out. And again, ending in fourth raw, third after Blue Coats penalty. And then within that same little block between fourth, third, and second, we've got Crown, Carolina Crown, in second place with a 92.4. Um, and th the story with Crown is very interesting. When we look at the GE captions, we got second, fourth, first, and second, averaging out second overall. So the story with them GE-wise, there's a little bit of uh, disagreement between the judges. Very, very healthy to see this kind of variation between the judges in terms of GE. Um, and it's netting crown out at second place, which is absolutely a great place to be with GE and trying to hold that second place uh, placement right now as Boston and Bluecoats claw and, and try to get in there. When we look across their visual caption, we've got second in visual proficiency, third in analysis, fourth in color guard. So a little bit of a step down for them in terms of guard. I believe that they ended second place in color guard last year, but in terms of uh, visual proficiency and analysis, I believe these are steps up from prior years. So their visual package is coming together with more integration. It's communicating the program better. And we're seeing a little bit more uh, tie-in between the effect and then the way the visual is adding into the effect. Let's jump into music here. This is definitely the story of the night. Second place in brass, second place in MA, eighth place in percussion, netting them out to fourth place in music. So fourth place in music is definitely not terrible whatsoever. Crown, their strength has always been brass and MA. They've won many, many MA captions at finals over the years. And I could see them doing that. Even now, they're only two tenths down from BD in music analysis. Now percussion is going to be hard to turn around. New team, we got the Mike Jackson, Kevin Shaw team with kind of a, acquiring a variety of different teachers underneath. Um, and right now it seems like there's something going on with the way they're being read, uh, whether it's their staging, obviously there's, there's questions about execution here as they are in the same rank across the board in both places. I can't, uh, speak too much about what's going on. I wasn't on the field that night, of course. Um, but this is definitely an interesting story here to see crowns percussion place so low at a regional and um, it, it's not going to affect their overall score too much because that caption particularly doesn't add to the average of the total score. But uh, the internal dynamics of the team are definitely going to be shifting around seeing this and trying to strategize and figure out how to dig themselves out of kind of a percussive hole. So um, crown ending up in second, 92.4. So why am I talking about second, third and fourth place? <laughs> because there are almost two points between second and first place. BD is doing the damn thing. Let's look at these GE scores. First, first, we got a second place subcaption, which averaged out to second, first, first. So they swept GE minus the right box and one judge. They, they are doing their thing in GE. They won GE. And, and this is where that question about excellence and execution and effect, if that program is happening and the elements of the show are clicking and they're coordinated, it just hits in a certain way. And it's not that BD is bad or, or dirty necessarily. They're always filled with highly experienced members who get better to the last day. So we should expect Blue Devils to peak in terms of those excellence captions, but man, their GE is locked in and they are sweeping GE. We look across, 
even though they got 2-2 two, two in their visual proficiency, the way that you look across crown 3-1 and then 1-3 with blue, it actually nets out at first. Winning visual analysis, winning color guard, they swept visual. Moving into music, first in brass, first in music analysis, third in percussion, first in music. So Blue Devils are doing their thing. They are strong across the board. They're well-rounded. It's holistic. The numbers tell the story. They don't lie. Is the percussion a little dirty right now? Yes, but 9-4 in that left side, only one-tenth down from Cavaliers. Blue Devils are very much still in the conversation. We should just not count them out. And top three in percussion, of course, is you're in that top echelon. But when you look across these numbers, it's the story. It's hard to dispute that Blue Devils are coming out swinging. They're almost two full points above that next group. The next three are super, super tight. But I would be hard-pressed to think that Blue Devils are going to do anything but win DCI 2023. I see variations coming in our caption awards, the Zingali, the Sanford. That being said, BD winning brass at this time of the year leads me to believe that they're going to take brass. Color guard looks like they, they're going to be taking guard and GE certainly. Things could flip around the subcaptions and the captions. There's no question there. But I think we are seeing a clear narrative across all these judges that the Blue Devils are an institution to be reckoned with. And they are not to be outprogrammed by anyone. And it is what it is. And, and this is part of the culture of building such excellent design and such a crystal clear expectation of what the member experience is going to be so professional, such a high level expectation that they're always going to get the top talent until one of these other groups, Crown, Boston, Bluecoats, Phantom, Cadets, Cavaliers, somebody comes in and out designs and sets such a high standard for design that they can place themselves apart. As we've seen Bluecoats do before, as we've seen Crown do in 2013, as we've seen Phantom Regiment do in 2008, as we've seen the Cadets do in 2011. It can be done, but the Blue Devils team is so firm. It, it just, it's it's right here in the numbers. So um, that's what things are kind of looking like. Of course, contest dynamics will change as we add in all the drum cores in Allentown. That one's a little weird. It's two nights, Friday and Saturday. I find it hard to compare subcaptions and captions, even though, you know, we all do between those two nights. But they have the same judging panel between the two nights. So they know what they're doing. And, and it's it's okay to, to compare those two nights, but it does disrupt a little bit of that pure ranking experience that we get when we all get in the room and we go in an order. So we are really going to learn a lot, lot more about what to expect um, at the end once we see everyone in Lucas Oil and they are judged back to back to back. So it's been really exciting to watch. I think we're seeing some, some serious upheaval happening, seeing groups ending in seventh place with first place subcaptions, seeing groups end in second place with eighth place subcaptions. This is judging done right. You are not meant to slot a group across all subcaptions or even in a single caption. You are meant to judge those two captions with some independence, though, of course, there is a conversation to be had between how excellence is going to affect a judge's ability to read the composition, for example, um, or in GE, how the repertoire and the performance of that comes across um, through the design or through the excellence. There is integration there that isn't going to be parsed out. but 
It is exciting. I feel like the judging is actually being done with a lot more authenticity right now than I feel has been done for a while. So the judge training or whatever conversations are happening behind the scene, I feel like there's some positive things coming out of that. So get off the YouTube comments, get off the Instagram comments. People are upset to see Blue Devils in first, but they they absolutely outdesign absolutely ever. I, I don't see a single argument to be had against Blue Devils design. You might argue that they come through with the same approach every year, but we see plenty of groups find their approach and stick to it and really dive deep into it. And for the Blue Devils, it's this artistic visual expression, looking at genres of visual art and the way that those can be translated onto the drum corps field, much like the blue coats has have found literary art to be a point of inspiration for them. There's nothing wrong with that. We see that in indoor all the time. So stop hating, get your eyes open, get your ears open. Blue devils are doing their thing. Um, interested to see how two, three and four shake out five and six also are going to be head to head with phantom and cadets and then will troopers jump cavaliers it seems like it's very possible the cavaliers are doing their thing in percussion it's very dope to see and then who's going to end up in that top 12 spot who is going to eke in and get to perform one more time we are all pretty dang excited to see so i am definitely pumped i will be in Allentown on Saturday, checking things out live. I won't be able to see everyone, but I'm definitely going to say hi to friends and try to get my ear on things and get an impression of where these groups are at right now. But we're rounding the corner here and DCI finals is coming up super quickly and every year gets even quicker. So who are you looking to see? Who are you excited about? Who are you mad about? Who are you hating on? We all have our preferences. Even I do, of course, but uh, it's it's been a very, very interesting and different type of season to see the type of judging to see the type of uh, change in these groups coming out of different stages of their organization and, and making changes getting better maybe some not so much but we're going to keep our eye on it here on that Dan band show so please as always rate this episode rate the podcast on Spotify or wherever you listen if you're watching this on YouTube please smash a like comment do all the things that you're supposed to do on the internet that increases engagement. I love doing this for you all. This is always a great time checking this stuff out, getting my eye on what's going on in the marching arts. And please stay tuned for the next one. Love you all. Peace.